Hi everyone, welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. Pele was a Brazilian soccer player who, by all accounts, changed the game. He was known as the king and was widely regarded as the best player in the world, winning his first World Cup at age 17. Pele passed away on December 29th, but his legacy lives on. Ricardo Campo is the president of the San Diego Loyal Soccer Team and once had the opportunity to spend a week with Pele in New York. In this interview, he talks about what he learned that week and tells the unfortunate story of what happened to his prized signed jersey. Here's our conversation. Ricardo, thank you so much for joining me on the San Diego News Fix. How are you doing today? I am good. It's a rainy day, but but thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on. So the reason I wanted to ask you on is you wrote a really powerful essay for the UT opinion section about Pele, about how he influenced your career, influenced the game, and uh, something about a jersey, which we'll get to a little later. But to begin with, (laughs) can you tell me about the influence he had on on you and your career personally? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, it's not for me, it's it's for me and for, uh, you know, I'm originally from Brazil. Uh, came to university here in San Diego and growing up with, I, I think I put this in this, when I was born, he had already retired. So I didn't get to see him play, but the impact that he had in Brazil as, as, as a nation and me growing up and the sport was everything, right? The sport, the, the, the game was everything that people followed. And he was such a unique character, not only because of his incredible ability on the field, but his persona on how he, um, treated the game, how he treated people around him. He had everything to be uh, the big superstar that that didn't care about anyone else and just cared about himself. But he was a truly caring character that cared about his teammates, cared about people and helping others. And that's what he did in his post-playing career. Um, and I very lucky, very, very fortunate to got to work with him for a week um, and got to know him in a different way that most people don't just being able to help him out throughout that week and seeing all these different kind of very business focused things and charity things that he was doing, uh, and get to talk to him a little bit and get to know the human being part of it that you don't get to see a lot of these stars. Right. Um, and he was a little bit older, so a little bit wiser at that point as well. Yeah. Awesome. How did you get that opportunity? And, and, you know, what are some of your, your favorite memories or lessons you learned during that week? Yeah. So the opportunity came because I was interning and consulting for MLS uh, at that point, and they needed somebody to be an aide for him during that week. And because I'm Brazilian, speak Portuguese, it kind of right place, right time type thing. Um, and I think the the biggest thing, and and I, you know, this came at the very end where we we're able to have a candid conversation where he was leaving the next day, and so I was dropping him off at the hotel, and he talked a little bit about how he he's impressed about the infrastructure here in the U.S. At the time, I was in my OPT in my last my last six months of visa in the U.S. to to stay here, and he really believed in where soccer in the U.S. was going and the infrastructure. And so for me, that was a moment of like, wow, I've liked what I'm doing. I really got to do this. I really got to stay here. And this is the future of soccer in many ways. As a Brazilian, you tend to think like, I want to go back to Brazil and do things there because that's where I know soccer. But I was like, no, this is the place I want to be. Uh, and in deep inside of me at that point, I knew San Diego was a great soccer community. So I knew I would want to bring that back here at some point. But the other parts was just, you know, a lot of people focus on the development of players on the field because that's what most people see. But there are so many athletes who don't make it to the highest level 
And even the athletes who do, their development off the field, the mental aspects, the uh, mental strength of to be able to consistently perform and how do you deal when you don't perform. So that part of it he talked a little bit about. He was 18, 17 when he started the World Cup in 58, turned 18. You know, it's insane to think at 17, 18, you're winning a World Cup uh, for the first time for your country. And Brazil has had a lot of struggles with military and political issues. And so that was... During the the three World Cups that he won, it was kind of the big pride and joy of that country to have somebody that young be kind of responsible for that in a way is is insane that that responsibility. So it's it's that's those things of like the development of people off the field, and then the last thing was just living the moment um, because we tend to think a lot about the future and plan for the future. And we're always worrying about where we're going to be and what are we going to do, but we tend not to enjoy what we're doing right now. And that, that is, I have two young boys and it, it, it reminds me every day. Somebody said this to me a little while back and it's the days go slow, but the months fly by and it's true about life. Right. Um, sometimes you feel like an hour takes forever, but it's important to enjoy what we're doing. And that's something that he truly lived by because he felt like his career um, flew by. And in some ways it did, he retired fairly young uh, compared to what some of these superstars do today. But uh, part of it was because of injuries, part of it because his body was beat up, but he felt like, you know, everything just flew by so fast and you got to just enjoy the moment that you're living. Yeah, that's amazing advice and a good reminder, especially now headed into the new year, you know, be more mindful, right. be more present. Um, exactly. Well, how did Pele change soccer? I mean, you wrote that he, you know, mm. it was soccer as an art form, you know, it became viewed that way because of his work and because of these techniques and these skills that he had that nobody had seen. So really, what was his impact on the sport itself? Yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 exactly what, what you just said. It's he had an incredible natural ability. Obviously, he put in an incredible amount of work towards developing his game and his ability but he he could use both feet equally which is very unique right most of us if you ask me to write with my left hand or kick with my left uh my left leg it, it won't go anywhere he had an incredible ability again to to do that with both feet and he had such an ease with the ball and creativity of how he saw where his teammates would be and putting the ball in those places and there's a there's a video out there that that shows all these skills that he did in the 50s, 60s, and early 70s that players nowadays are like doing it again as if that's that's their own skill. And he had every single one of those skills. So he was just able to think of the sport in a much more creative way, in an artistic way to make it enjoyable, fun to watch. But being able to execute those things is is incredibly hard. And so he was able to not only think of it, executed it and executed in 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 the most pressure points right which is in the competition in the world cup um so i think that's how he changed the game i think he changed it with the ability to make it creative enjoyable not that it was enjoyable before but with a smile in his face um and that especially for brazilians was something that for me growing up was something that we saw in the teens in the 90s and early 2000s uh, and it was just that enjoyable feature of, of playing the game. And we even saw that in Brazil this year where, you know, they're doing their dances after scoring goals and enjoying the game. I think there's a very fine balance, especially at that very elite level to be professional and 
be serious about your job, but at the same time enjoying it. So it ties in all these different things. And I think a lot of it in soccer, especially in Brazil, started with Pelé. Well, after admiring him for so long, growing up, loving him, and then finally getting to spend this week with him, were you like starstruck? What was your reaction to this opportunity? Absolutely. Uh, I was very nervous uh, in the very, in the, like when I first met him. And that's why I did, really didn't get to like have a, an honest conversation until the end because um, it, it's, you're kind of starstruck, right? And I was, it was never an autograph person or take pictures with celebrities and stuff like that. But um, at the very end, because I was more comfortable with who he was and he, he was very friendly and welcoming, uh, I was able to have a more in-depth conversation with him. But but yes, at first, and I normally don't get starstruck by anybody. I've met a you know few different people because I've been in, in lucky situations, but he, I, I definitely was uh, at the start. Okay, well, tell me about that final moment when you were dropping him off for the last time. You had a conversation. What happened? Yeah, so that's that's the, it was, it was unique. So I didn't ask for an autograph. I didn't ask for a picture. And then as... He was leaving the car. He was walking away. He turns and he goes, really? Nothing? Like, no picture, no autograph? And I was like, well, if you insist, uh, just joking with him. But but I had a, a, a very, the jerseys in the 60s, 70s were very thick, right? It was that thick cotton shirt. And so I had that shirt in my bag. I pulled it out and I showed it to him. And he autographed it for me, um, you know, with my name on it, which I, which I really appreciated, and, and then signed it. Um, the, the sad ending to the story is that, uh, I had living in New York at a younger age, you don't have a lot of space, put some stuff in, in storage to take care of it. Um, credit card expired, missed the notifications of, of, you know, make sure that you paid for it. When I went to check back, uh, it had been auctioned literally the day I arrived there had been auctioned, I think 24 or 48 hours before, and they have secrecy laws or whatever it's called. Uh, that they can't tell you who auctioned it. Because I was like, sure, I'll call the person. I'll talk to them. Like, there's no value to someone else on that jersey because it has my name on it. So um, try to do that, but they wouldn't They wouldn't, They wouldn't. wouldn't budge. Um, so it's somewhere in New Jersey, New York. Uh, hopefully it's still alive and it wasn't just worn and thrown away in some shape or form. Yeah, I hope they understood, uh, you know, the value <laughs> of it and who had signed it. I mean, right. that is so heartbreak heartbreaking. I'm so sorry. I mean, have you ever tried uh, to track it down? Have you ever looked at eBay or I don't know? I've I've done some search, but there's there's a lot of items. I mean, obviously, he's a world superstar, so there's a lot of items out there. It's very unique that that has my name on it. No, nobody has titled an eBay item for Ricardo Pelé <laughs> signature. I looked for that, uh, but but if you know. Hopefully someday it pops pops back up. Yeah, absolutely. So with your essay, we posted this on social media. It's gotten a lot of responses. A lot of people have retweeted it, tagging their friends in New Jersey, New York area. Um, right. I hope it, it shows up for you. If the person with the jersey was listening right now, what would you say? Oh, I I I, you know, I would just say, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> But awesome. yeah, I you know for me it just has a, a different value that I don't know if it has for someone else unless they have the exact same name. Um, but also the story behind it for me is really special. So I would just be able want to be able to have the conversation and telling the story. So there's an opportunity to get it back. Absolutely. Well, I I really hope that happens to you. I hope that there's a happy ending to the story. But <laughs> um, regardless, thank you for sharing your story. What an amazing thank experience! You. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining me. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me.